What up? Welcome back to the Stella Stella Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined, as always, by Glenn Enos. Junior. And someone else, Matthew Souza. He's back. I'm back. Yes, I'm sorry for the hiatus and, and even the delayed releasing of this episode. All of it, to Craig's point, I blame my fault. It's completely my fault. Just as long as we make that clear. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago was the Red Sox game. Last week I was away. This Tuesday was my anniversary. Um, so we moved it, luckily, to today. You know, so I'm Honestly, here. in all seriousness, if it was the last two things, I would have been, a, I've been like, fine. The Red Sox stink, Souza. They were free tickets. They give them away <laughs> at work. They're box. Well, not. I would. I would. I would have sold it to somebody tickets. else. Made some money off it. I don't think I was allowed to. Says who? Oh, I. I understand. I understand. I tried um, to click sell just to see what they were worth, and I think I would have had to log in under the person's account who gave them to me. Yeah, go ahead. Say, hey, look, I can't. I don't feel like going. Let's make some money off this bitch. Let's make. <laughs> um, I had some Fenway Franks. It was good. Oh, Glenn, I'll never forget the time that we went to visit Chris and we went to Lansdowne and we walked to that bar that was all the way on the other side. And on the way there, there was a guy with a hot dog stand and we got we each got two hot dogs. It was like a cold night in March, I think. Freezing. Actually, it actually might have been right before COVID uh, happened. Um, Speaking of COVID. I got COVID. No, just to wrap the story, we walked down to the end of the the street to the other bar and it was closed. So then we walked back and we got hot dogs again on the way back. Was it like five seconds later, basically? But uh, and were they expensive? Yes. I I go back and pay top dollar for those fucking hot dogs. Yes, I would. Absolutely. In that same situation. Yeah. I definitely dropped about 45 bucks on hot dogs and sausages in those yep. two trips back and forth. <laughs> and I don't regret one thing at all. Fire. Yeah. Uh, but, this is fantasy. Oh. oh, no, I was going to say, this, is a, this isn't this is a podcast about the Red Sox. It's a podcast about fantasy football. Yeah, it's a fantasy football podcast. How's fantasy football going for you guys? Uh, Okay. Record wise, good. I'm four and one in Westport, and I'm five and oh in Craig's League. Oh, crazy five and oh. Um, and what's crazy is that obviously we're gonna talk, spoiler alert, we're gonna talk about Justin Jefferson because I have him. We're talking about his injury, but even in Craig's League, I have Jordan Addison on my team as well. So now my team just became in Craig's League better. Which is yeah. kind of crazy. But um, you don't have KJ Osborne. <laughs> yeah, right. I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you mean, okay. He's okay. better than Addison. He's I better disagree. at dropping the ball. All right, we're going to see. He's, be- he's better at ducking under passes in the end zone. Did you guys see that? You guys see that oh. clip that was going around no. this week, oh. from this weekend? KJ Osborne <laughs> clips on Twitter. Yeah, I think on third down, uh, like on that, like the end of the game when the Vikings were trying to score to tie, on third down, um, he, 
Kirk threw the ball and he easily KJ Osborne easily could have caught it, but he like saw like turned too late and saw it coming toward him. And instead of like trying to catch the ball, he just ducked. Wow. He just like, like, like it scared him. Like he was like, oh shit. Yeah, basically. He was like, oh shit. I was like, like oh wait, I was supposed to catch balls. Yeah. He said, I'm afraid, all right? For the first time <laughs> in my life, I'm afraid. <laughs> Pretty much. Um yeah, uh four no, uh four and one, but at what cost? Now I don't have Justin Jefferson. So sucks. Yeah, also four and one. So blessed. Cool. Yeah. Um nice. just lost A Chan. And Khalil Herbert. Oh, uh, damn. And Mike Evans still isn't practicing. We'll talk about that after missing weeks four mid-game and having a bye week. Still can't get his ass practicing. So, um, <laughs> And we all know how hamstrings can be. Justin Jefferson, for example. Yeah. Um, so, but, hey. We're still, we're still hanging in there. How about you, Glenn? I don't even know. Half my leagues, I'm three and two. The other half, I'm two and three. It's just been a the first five weeks, just been a culmination of weird shit going on. But it's still a long way to go. And granted, my team in the Westport League is fairly healthy. Last week, I caught a little bit of the injury bug, but Jameer Gibbs out of nowhere, not playing, and now he's not practicing. And Javante Williams not playing, but he's is practicing. He's going to play Thursday. Uh, honestly, the way that fantasy works is, like I said, it's all about luck. And I think whoever has the healthiest team has the best chance of winning. You put healthy guys out there, they're going to play. They're going to score fantasy points. You have hurt guys on your team, can't play them. They won't score any points. You know, that's in the first chapter of fantasy football. I guess we should probably get to those injuries because there's a lot. So I'm glad you took two weeks off, Susan, because we're going to put you to work. Here is the news with Susan. Love it. No, there's nothing to love here um, because we're not even talking about they might miss a week. There's at least four guys, possibly five, who are going straight to IR this week. One of them being Justin Jefferson, Devon Rip. Achan. Um, I just had him. Sorry, sorry. Oh, Anthony Richardson. He was mm. doing being pretty stellar, and James Conner. And Khalil Herbert is, is expected to miss a few weeks. Potential for IR, not a confirmed yet, but be on the lookout for him to possibly be on the IR as well this week. So four, maybe five to the IR in just one week. Never mind missing time. We still have, um, like I said, Mike Evans was knocked out of week, week, week four's game with a hamstring injury, had a bye week, and isn't practicing. So it's possible. we got to watch out for him, but he maybe won't play either. We'll have to see. Got to see him practice Thursday, Friday. Um, Travis Kelsey was hurt. That doesn't happen. But he's expected to play on Thursday so far. That came out today. He is expected to play. So short week um, was looking like maybe he wouldn't play because it's a short week. But it sounds like he's he's expected. Miles Sanders might not play because he didn't practice today with a shoulder injury. He's been kind of underwhelming too. 
again, it's just Wednesday. I, I will say veterans do usually get a day off on a Wednesday if, if, you know, if they're dealing with some ailments. So maybe Miles Sanders will play. We'll see. Thursday, Friday is, are, is important for that. Deshaun Watson, shoulder injury, still not practicing. Could be P.J. Walker if, uh, if Watson is out. P.J. Walker. Amon Ross St. Brown missed last week, and he is practicing, though. So he's on track. Jameer Gibbs, consider a day-to-day. That came out today. Um, what else? Javante Williams was hurt, but he was a full participant participant in practice today. Like Glenn said, he's expected to play on Thursday. Austin Eckler, welcome back. 99% welcome back. 1% maybe not because uh, the report came out that Austin Eckler, out of his mouth, said there's a 99% chance that he would play on Monday night against the Cowboys. Deontay Johnson, he was one of the first to go on IR this year. He says he'll play in week seven. They're on bye this week. Uh, So the week after this one, when he comes back from bye, he's expected to play from his words, not mine. Um, For injuries, I think that covers it in a blanket kind of way. We can dive deeper. Um, Aaron Jones missed Monday night's game. So he's been dealing with injury, played last week, or, or the or he played week four. Yeah, yeah. was last very week. limited. Week five was so inactive. Decoy. So right, decoy Jones. So we'll see how he does this week. But uh yeah, but I mean Justin Jefferson on IR, even rumors that it could be worse than the the four week minimum that IR will give. Um, it's really devastating to have all these guys in the same week. Just go bang. Uh, T. Higgins, as Craig said in the chat, thank you. Had a broken rib, missed last week, but I haven't seen anything on him for this week, if he's practicing or not. Um, nothing on on T. Higgins for this week that I've seen. Me, I don't know about you uh, guys. Let me bring up his profile. I see, see a Q on the fantasy apps, and he is projected for points. So Saquon's another one. He missed a couple um, weeks, and he's says still he questionable. Was... He was limited at practice today. So he did practice, but he was limited. 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 I mean, um, it's a it's a shit show out there. A, a shit storm, really. Yeah. You, you got to duck and cover from the injury wanna, bug. I want to talk about something because I got a bone to pick with the NFL. As you guys know, I'm a scientist. I'm a pretty analytic per, analytical person, you know? Yep. Um, and... The thing that kind of bothers me, and I think it's starting to pick up more steam now, um, is that most stadiums in the NFL are artificial turf. And there is science to back up the fact that artificial turf is infinitely less safe than normal grass. But the difference is, is that the owners in the NFL are being a bunch of cheap fucks and they're not paying for grass to be maintained. That's why they don't want to do it because AstroTurf is, or uh, artificial turf, is the most uh, cheap option. Yeah. But that, um, it actually, I am I'm, was I'm trying to find uh, a thread that I saw on Twitter after... I forget who it was. Someone else got hurt a few weeks back and 
it was really interesting because it's not just a small difference. Like the chance of like the percentage of injuries that happen on artificial turf in comparison to just grass is very, very significant, like a huge, a huge difference. So I think I think it's bullshit that the owners are just being cheap and their cheapness is affecting the health and safety of the players, um, you know, first and foremost. And then secondarily, you know, it makes the game a worse product, you know, from like a fan perspective, because then the star players aren't able to perform because they're getting hurt all the time. So I think it's, I personally Hmm. think it's, it's kind of short-sighted in the long run because then you're going to get a watered down product when all your star players are hurt because they're playing an insane amount of reps on those artificial playing surfaces. So then their chances of injury go up. You know what I mean? It's just, it's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as a league, I feel like it should be a conscious effort. Like obviously they've stressed player safety with helmets, rules, everything else moving forward yet like you said the artificial turf continues to be you know uh, a growing staple in most stadiums i feel like now more than ever and ever more teams have artificial turf in their stadium i think there's only what like two or three left i think chicago has grass and uh i don't know who else does green bay green bay might i think well, that sounds that sounds right to me i was gonna um I was going to ask, are we sure there's not another reason? Because I thought, and Craig actually brought up a good point. I thought teams were stadiums were going away. Uh, I thought there was like an effort to go to the to the uh, artificial turf. Um, and That's Craig what I mean. get, brought up a reason the concerts could be the reason, uh, a reason why, because it's easy to roll off the turf and set right. up the venue for something else. Because, right. um, yeah, if it's just grass, I mean, what are you going to do? Put planks of wood down all over the field and, and to set up a concert or like a wrestling show, for example, or anything else. Um, if it is a money thing, you would think it would kind of be counterintuitive to do that, because if you if you do injure these guys, well, first of all, you're you're signing these big contracts for people who are going to get hurt. And like you said, it might make the product worse and they'll lose money that way. So right. it doesn't it does seem like it would be. Um, a bad money management to keep the AstroTurf or the artificial turf, whatever the hell it's called um, for that reason. So that's why I'm wondering if there's even more reasons um, than just. No, I think, I think what Craig said is correct. Like that's another component. Definitely Um, looks better too. I I had forgotten about that, but once you, once you mentioned it, I do remember that they they talked about that in the, in the thread as well. Um, But I think the thing that's frustrating for me is that like, you know what, like these owners have so much fucking money that like doing something like that would in comparison to the money that they make from these teams and these concerts and all this other shit is a drop in the bucket. Just do it. Like, come on, man. You'd also you'd also think that the league might want to step in too. And I know they can't really you know force the owners to do everything because not every stadium that is owned by um, you know, these owners is is primarily you know, use for football. Like how many, I, I bet, like you said, with concerts and everything else, I feel like there's um, a lot more events going on year round rather than right. just football. Like eight home eight, games eight, a year. Eight times right? a year, right. <laughs> As so, opposed to everything else. I mean, it's tough, but for the NFL's sake, I feel like they should definitely try to push something for because, 
I mean, you, you try to schedule these games and you schedule, you know, you want to put the best product on the field, like you said before. And now we have the Jets on all these primetime games without Aaron Rodgers. And I'm, so, I'm not saying that's the cause of it, the, the artificial turf, but I'm just saying, even with all the injuries that we've seen through five weeks, a lot of the best players in the league are out. And ultimately, ultimately you diminish your product when the good players aren't playing. And they've, they've done it for player safety rules. Like now it's, it's so offensive based because you want to see all your quarterbacks. You want to see more scoring. You want to see more touchdowns. So that's just one more thing that they'd have to look into. But yeah, I don't know. And if, I don't know if it's that big a problem, I think that will, it will change. Players are probably bank gained together. And for the, for the, in the name of safety, they'll probably do it. Well, that's they, what Craig, Craig uh, brought up a good point. They're going to have to bargain for it probably in the next CBA. Right. But I, I don't know, like, yeah, I, eventually, like I said, it's going to be tough for all of uh, for the owners to be on board with that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's go to the best from week five. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Stellar Stars of the Week are brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job, your man. Or woman started. Got it. Wants to go first. Currently uh, logging in. Thank you. As you see, my name today is 711. Because Jamar Chase said before week five, I'm always open. I'm always fucking open. (laughs) And just like 711. He was in week five. Jamar Chase finally, finally had the week I was looking for after drafting him as the number two overall pick. 15 receptions on 19 targets, 192 receiving yards, and not one, not two, but three voluptuous TDs totaling at 44.7 44.7 half point PPR fantasy points. Oh, oh, I know. I bet. It's just, it's just, <laughs> you love to see it because, like, early in the season, there's some weeks where I'm like, man, if I just had a guy go off, I should be winning this week. And I'm losing to teams who only put up like 80 points or 85 points or 70 points. And yet my team can't get over that hump. This week was a great week. And thank you, Jamar Chase. And thank you, Joe Burrow, for finally stepping up. And Joe Burrow, he looked good against the Cardinals. And he looked healthier. Yeah, finally. More mobile. And I like to say it's a sign of things to come moving forward. So hopefully we can build on this performance by Mr. Jamar Chase. Yeah, I mean they're they're good players, but you still have to ask, was it the Bengals getting back on track or was it the Arizona Cardinals being their opponent? We'll see. But uh that's that's definitely good to see. And, and you're right, Glenn. Like not only winning, but getting a win with a massive performance really really gets the stones hard, if you know what I mean. Especially um, when I had to start fucking Matt Breida. Because, you know, Saquon's out. I figured Breida got 10 points last week. He gets a whopping fucking 2.3. And then I got to start right. uh, Dalvin Cook because Jameer Gibbs is out. And uh, Dalvin Cook is the most useless player 
in fantasy football right now. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm, I, I, you don't know how many times I was so close to hitting the drop button on him. But you know what's going to happen. As soon as I drop him, either Brees Hall will go down or Dalvin Cook will get more touches and this and that. So I'm just going to hang on to him. If he's going to suck and suffer, he's going to do it on my bench for the rest of the year. <laughs> Nobody else is going to have the benefit of having – Dalvin Cook, if anything were to happen to Brees Hall, or if Aaron Rodgers miraculously comes back and both running backs are valuable fantasy options again. We we don't know. But all I know is this, Dalvin Cook ain't going nowhere besides right. the fucking hole on my bench. I like it. Nice. Um, I'll go next with my Stellar Star. It actually, it actually defeats Jamar Chase's crazy-ass performance, and that's DJ Moore. Because on Thursday night, he won people weeks and conversely lost people weeks if they played against him. Especially if you also add Justin Fields, what a stack that was. And like you said, you get a big game like that from a guy or two guys and you get the win, you know, especially if you score the most points that week too, you're feeling like a rock star. Like Panacho texted me a bunch today as if he's not one and four, Uh, but DJ Moore, eight receptions, 230 yards, the fuck? And three, touchdowns i mean they made washington look silly on thursday um there was his third touchdown (laughs) the guy the defender tried to jump the route and dove for it tried to make a play i think they were going to lose anyway um tried to make a play risked it all missed the play and no one was on him as a result made like i think it was like a 50 yard scamper for his third touchdown it was nuts um and a couple deep shots too only eight receptions well jamar chase had like 15 um, DJ Moore did it with eight. So there's a lot of deep shots. They just played this Washington defense like a fiddle. And he's been pretty good the week before that 131 yards and a touchdown. He started slow, but he's been three, three games of over hundred yards out of five. He seems to be unlocked for the bears. And I'll tell you what, now's the time to trade. Him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Somebody just traded him in my dynasty league and got a fat return. I'm like, you fucking idiots, dude. What was, like what was the return, could you say? Let me see here. I have to pull it up real quick. Now, DJ Moore is young. He probably has a lot more in the tank. We always knew he was good, but he yeah, had a couple of rough I, years with, with quarterback play. The podcast that I listened to today was t- actually having this conversation. They were like, is DJ Moore actually like, he, surely he's going to come back to earth and be like, you know, whatever, 13 points per game or whatever the fuck, right? But they were like, or is this the breakout season that we've wanted from DJ Moore since he got into the league? Yeah, and, and that's the thing I pose is I actually said this in this dynasty league on Thursday night as this was happening. Is DJ Moore having his Josh Jacobs season? Oh, the perennial wide receiver, too, is now going to be a top three wide receiver exactly. just for one year. Just for one year. I think it all relies, it's all on Justin Fields. Because DJ Moore is the pass catcher. He's the guy. This Mooney is non-existent. Um, Komet is having some some production, but it's all DJ Moore. So it's a matter of can Justin Fields sustain this production in the passing game. So far, he's he's been he's been getting better. Justin so Fields. This, so this was the trade well dynasty. It was uh DJ Moore, Jordan Love, a second round pick in 2024, and a third round pick in 2026. For a 2024 first-round pick and a 2025 first-round pick. Two first-round picks, essentially, for 
DJ Moore and Jordan Love. Two, and by, by DJ Moore and Jordan Love, I mean just DJ Moore. Jordan Love's looked like hot garbage lately. Right, well, it's his first season. He's going to be around a while. Yeah, probably. there's going to be ups. I and don't downs. mind that trait, especially I, if yeah. they're contending for the play for the championship this year. It's not I terrible. Because DJ Moore ain't going to get 50 points again. Like I personally wouldn't make that trade, but I don't. I can see the other person's perspective. I wouldn't do it, but uh, DJ Moore. I don't like it. Mason, who you got? So I got someone who i feel like people kind of forgot about um you know jaguar is supposed to be hot shit this year and they really haven't they've been a hot dump actually yeah they they have uh, been steamy shit yeah but not last week last week um they beat the bills and they beat the bills off the back of none other than travis etn etn in London. In London, man. LDN. In London. He LDN. had 136 yard on the ground, uh, yards on the ground, two rushing touchdowns, and he also added four receptions for 48 yards for a total of 34.4 fantasy football points. So you know, you know someone in California or on the West Coast where this game would have started at 6 in the morning. Yeah. They woke up maybe like 9.30, 10 o'clock stretched grabbed their phone saw that they were down 34 nothing at least that's tough yeah imagine facing imagine facing fields and dj Moore on thursday night and then etn on sunday morning it's been like well we'll get them next week boys that's so that's the, oh. that's the sunday where you say all right babe you want to go apple picking yeah. let's go <laughs> let's go yeah it's... i ain't watching this shit rips your soul out that Ooh. was Stellar Stars of the Week brought to you right over but that was Stellar Stars of the Week brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. Okay, guys. You know what time it is. It's time for fuck. 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 Fuck of the week. Brought to you by PB&J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, fucked you, you might as well use Lube. Uh, guys, who do we who do we want it to be? Um, hey. We actually were, were, were messed up on timing this week. Uh, I, because I, of... This whole day has uh, been a shit show. Actually, <laughs> it's funny. I had a really good fuck this morning. Like not not like that. I mean, I <laughs> well, that's what it sounds like. Hey yo, <laughs> no, but Jesus. like you know how you know like sometimes when Mason does fuck of the week, it's like ah, it's a good fuck, right? Right when he says it into the mic. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. I fucking did the little nose swab, put it in the thing. You're supposed to wait 15 minutes before uh, you know the results come. Within 15 seconds, that motherfucking line was there, and I looked at it and said, "Fuck." <laughs> So that yeah. is a good fuck. Uh, that is a good one. That was good. Yeah. Um, there's a couple. Um, I know. Well, that's not. Oh, there really is a couple. I see Ramondre Stevenson getting two. Oh, I see God. Mason Devonta Smith getting I one. Was gonna say that. Maybe even James Cook getting three. Devonta Smith won. I mean, that's the lowest point total that I've seen for a pretty good player. 
Yeah, I think that might be what we have to go with. I, I would agree with that. But it's Office okay, match. though. I overcame it, and I still beat Fryer. Yeah, but the thing is now, you don't have Justin Jefferson. Cooper Cup's back. So Let's talk about Nakua. Cooper Cup for a second. Puka Nakua did his thing. Cooper Cooper Puka Nakua. We got to talk about this whole scenario because Puka still had a touchdown and 71 yards, seven receptions, 11 targets. He's here to stay. I think I Cooper Cup will be better. I mean, he's here to stay. I mean, we saw Cooper Cup and Robert Woods have a have a field day before, so why not Puka? What? I just two, two, I, I got a touchdown too. Fucking two two. What I, the hell is I got going a on? Solid. I got a solid trade offer for two two out while this one and two. That was fun. <laughs> Dude, my so my <laughs> biggest thing was is like Craig people, got were te- people were texting me about uh about Puka like a little bit here and there, being like, "Oh, you nervous that like Cooper Cup's gonna take all his targets away?" I'm like, sounds no. like a Panacho text. No, Panacho didn't text me. Wow. Um, but like, I, I but people who texted me about it, I, like just I'm not like trying to use it as like trade bait, but like just asking me if I was concerned. And I was just like, no. Like Matthew Stafford, when he's healthy, he can support two wide receivers. You know what I mean? Like we've seen it, like you said, Susan, we've seen it before with uh with Woods and Cup. So like I think he can do it. Um and obviously if anyone's gonna be losing targets, it's gonna be Tutu. Like Tutu was good was decent, right? But like Puka was on another level, like above the first few games. So like I don't know. Tutu. Yeah, they they shipped out Van Jefferson, so he's on the Falcons now. Um, he was with the Rams, obviously. So Cooper Cup came back. Jefferson got the boot. Two is the third guy. Puka's gonna be good, and uh, you you needed that with Jefferson going down. You still have a good slew of guys. Uh, I mean, you have you still have a great team. I mean, Dallas Goddard got twenty one on your bench. Jahan Dawson though, what's yeah. going on with him? Because um, he should be like a nice trade guy with all your with all your other guys. You could really package him, but like a nice pile of shit right now. I know I traded for him in Dynasty in my rebuild. Like, yeah, John Dawson, baby. Nope. 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 Dude, it's Not like, yet, anyway. Dude, say you know why? Because even Terry hasn't been great this year. And it's because Sam Powell fucking is in love. Throwing to Logan Thomas for some hey. reason. Shout out Logan Thomas. Hey. He's been pretty crazy, good. dude. Crazy. But no tight end is better than Sam Laporta, the number one ranked tight end in fantasy football. Rookie tight end at that. The one rookies who aren't supposed to do well, unless your name's Evan Ingram. Maybe even Kyle Pitts, who got a thousand yards as a rookie. But dude. yeah, Sammy getting TDs left and right. Kyle Pitts got 11 points this week. Yeah, and you know who you know who's been doing well at the tight end position? Johnny Smith. Smith. Johnny fucking Smith. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even know how. I was looking well, at dude, it like, wait a minute. This is I, serviceable I, numbers. I saw a, a video on Twitter. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It was just Kyle Pitts' running routes. Like, in either the, not the last game, but the game before. And he looks... Like he's running with cement shoes on. It's probably giving like, up. Dude, it's crazy. Like he literally he couldn't cut. He kept tripping and falling in his routes. It was crazy. Like a lumbering old man. 
kind of is, yeah. is Kyle Pitts washed? Is John Smith the one? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I can tell you that. I might have to start him. If Mike Evans doesn't play this week, I'm starting John Smith. You heard that here first. All right. If you want to, if you want to lose, do that. I, well, I'm facing Chris, Whoa. and his team has turned around. Dude. He has so many players. He has Jonathan Taylor on nice, his bench. Bro. I was Fuck. talking about this the luxury with Brendan. Of I was talking about this with Brendan this week. His We shit on his team so hard at the draft. We're like, dude, what was auto-draft thinking? He was a C-. And now, and now I'm looking at his team, and I'm like, oh, my God, his team is fucking nasty. Holy shit. Like, his wide receivers are still suspect. Like if if this Adam is... Thielen like gets hurt, he's kind of screwed. No, you know what I mean? Because he has Jonathan Taylor on his bench yeah, that he can throw bench. in. He has Mixon, Brees, Jonathan Taylor, and Alvin Kamara for his RBs and flexes, and he's got Diggs and Amari Cooper. Yeah, well, this is a conversation I have with him today. And Kirk is also like the number one QB for some reason. I texted him close to it at eleven fifty one, and I said, "We're gonna make a deal of what?" And he responds with, "I heart." Use the heart emoji. I heart my team sticking with it. I said, respect. <laughs> yeah, no, he said, he, same thing with me. He said, I mean, if I can turn this season around and be in the playoffs, I could be GM of the year. And I, I said, love it. I said, <laughs> love I said it. you could. And he said, picked up Thielen and Osborne off waivers. I tell you, I don't need a draft. I'm just so good in free agency. And I said, all right. <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation. I didn't know he picked up Thielen. I didn't know Thielen was out there. Yeah, I sent yeah, him a trade offer a couple weeks ago. He said, I'm good, man. Not moving anyone right now. Sitting tight. My team is finally coming together. And that's that's a GM right there. Possibly of the year. Possibly. Team auto draft strikes again, baby. But I don't think the injury bug has hit him. He had oh, some suspensions no. and, and holdouts to deal with, but not, no injuries. And also, you say Jonathan Taylor's on his bench like he's not the RB2 in Indianapolis. <laughs> hey, that's his first game back. We'll see. We'll, we'll give him a couple of weeks to see what happens. But he did get paid. You got to play the guy you paid, right? He did. But it's just funny now because Zach Moss, he, they paid him all that money, and Zach Moss is absolutely bawling the fuck out right now. Oh. It's crazy. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. But it's just nuts because fantasy. so many people are hurt. That's why. So, like, people are starting, like, random ass people i know that's what felt silly when we make the top tens in the preseason i'm like this makes sense but half of these people are probably, probably gonna be hurt i'd be knocked out of the top 10 you just mm-hmm. don't know who because it just happens um yeah well you know my guy's a given so see you justin jefferson oh yeah we, we should talk about the, the our first round curse and see if that's back or do we need like a, a couple more repeats before we say it's back for good? The first, think, the 101 think, in our league has been underwhelming or hurt almost every year until Panacho drafted McCaffrey last year. McCaffrey was 101 for the third time in a row that at that point, and it worked. I think, uh, I think if Jefferson misses more than his IR stint, because you figure he misses four games, right? He still plays the rest of the year. He can still finish as a top 10 wide receiver. Yeah, and help you in the playoffs and whatnot. Right. But I think if he misses more than those four games, or if it's like an extended lingering injury all year, curse is back on. Mm. Mm. Someone someone that I watch on CBS said that he talked to 
the GM that drafted Justin Jefferson, and he's he was the old GM for the Vikings, and he said that he guaranteed the reason why they they put him on IR was because they didn't want him to come back too soon. Because if you remember, the Rams did the same thing with Cooper Cup. They could have bought, forced him back a little bit sooner than they did, but they intentionally put him on IR so he would get the extra rest. So, I also heard they put him on IR because they're tanking. I don't know about that. It depends if they lose this week. Which is not good because why bring him back after that if you're not going to win? I'm just saying. I think I think if they tank this year, get rid of Cousins, I think Caleb Williams, the Vikings, would be a hot destination for him with Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison. I mean, he's, he'd have weapons in Minnesota. Just needs a defense. Can I get some sympathy for A-Chan for a second? Um, See, that, last but, time I was here, I never even got to talk <clears throat> about his 49-point game. And yeah, now that I'm finally to. here, he's fucking dead. Yeah. The um, the meme with uh, Vince McMahon, and it says A-Chan from weeks uh, three Two to five. Like, yeah, three to five. It was special. special. <laughs> what sucks about him, the, about the timing of this is – He's going to miss the four games, and then the first week he's eligible, they're on by. So he's, he's not going to be able to be play for five weeks. So week 11 will be the soonest you can play him, which is great. Let me ask you a question. So with him going on IR, uh, Jeffrey Wilson's coming back from IR, <clears throat> or should be. The 21-day window has been opened. <clears throat> so, I mean, Raheem Moser has been good, too. Stellar, but- even. Stellar, I'd say. But do we do we still think most is the guy until we see otherwise from Jeff Wilson? Oh yeah. He's definitely the guy. I don't think Jeff Wilson will be good enough to start both like you could with HM. I don't he's I don't a see why not. Backup. I'm starting I don't Jeff see Wilson. why not. Yeah. Yeah, because why they've they've shown that they've been effective running the ball with two two running backs. They split like Achan and and Moser were splitting time evenly. You know what I mean? I'm just saying I don't think you're gonna he's gonna produce and be as electric as Achan to to make you feel confident to start him every week. But we'll not. We'll, we'll see. If I, I remember I correctly, don't think he's get Jeff like Wilson was good until he got hurt last year. I don't think he's gonna get like forty points, but I mean to say that he can't get ten splitting carries with Moster and how high powered that offense is. Uh, yeah, that that's but that's what I'm. I think yeah, it's well. it's it could have it can happen. Is we just got to see what's going on. We haven't heard anything from him yet. He's still got a. I mean, he might not play next couple of weeks. The 21 day window open, like you know, so it, to to bring him back. So maybe he comes back this week, or maybe not. You got to see him practicing and then see how they use him. Do they ease him back, um, or do they just go ham? I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with Craig saying. Uh, most of getting all the work will lead to injury 100% going to be a split. I think it was going to be a split regardless how most of it was playing. Most of it could be the best running back in the league, and I still think he'd be splitting carries with Jeff Wilson once he's healthy. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't think so. Not really. You want to add anything to the board? Oh man, the board. How's that been looking? But yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta review. Yeah, every like every three weeks we said or something. Yeah, let's do it. All right, number one on the board here. 
Gibby versus K9. It's it ain't over. Like a, it ain't over till it's over. It's not like a good thing in the world. I think Germany is uh, is well in swinging here with K9 being a lot better than Gibby. But hey, Susan's right. It ain't over till it's over. Number two on the board, we have Goff for MVP. They're four and one. They're the fucking Lions, good. bro. Goff the has division. been nice. The offense Goff has been, been electric. Good. Dude, I what's what's impressing me most about the Lions is their O line. They're just fucking bullying people. And David Montgomery is feasting, and it'd be cool. You know, it'd be kind of cool if like Jameer Gibbs could, you know, also feast. But he's not out there because no. Dan Campbell doesn't like him. Even though they were so happy to get him so as pick, yeah, they were get giddy like giggling schoolgirls. Fucking. Uh, number three, we have Josh Allen equals Philip Rivers. Nah, he's the number one quarterback right now. I am not. That that's a bad take. Unless that's like more of an NFL take to where he'll never win a championship, but all but be kind of good. Philip Rivers is never number one quarterback. I just want to say. All right. Yeah. All right. No, we're not doing that. And Josh Allen doesn't have the sperm count to keep up with uh, Philip Rivers and kids. <sighs> yeah. I love Josh Waddle Allen. greater than Reek. That's Fuck. not that's not my Snickers fell. L. That's, that's a bad take. That's a well, bad take. Well, it's still early. It's still early, but Reek has been excellent. He's been oh, he's, oh well, I'm sorry. What was that? Waddle better than Reek? Yeah. Oh man. Well, I can confidently say I was not with that take from the get-go. All right. Well, you know what? Nobody I asked. think Glenn was on an island with that one. Yeah, well. <laughs> Michael Thomas is Batman. He, dude. <laughs> I mean, hey, Chris, Chris Olave kind of blows, huh? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't think he blows. I think, I don't know. I think it's more Derek Carr. I think that closet door is opening more. Yeah. I'm not saying Thomas, the whole Michael Thomas is Batman wasn't that he'd be back to number one wide receiver it's no. what he does he's what he does to Olave. that's really what it is right and Olave is suffering and thomas is involved so he might be batman might be up next we got mikey 1k and devil question mark um mike evans mike, right mike, mike evans is thousand yards but he's got a hamstring issue right mm-hmm. so he, he looked good first few weeks and uh He's definitely on track for that thousand yards if he's yeah. if he's back. Why well, was he the devil? Because he had like six hundred sixty-six yards at one point. Maybe that might have something to do with six six six. I think. Cool. Uh, Javante versus P Ryan. I'll tell you what, P Ryan. Uh, Javante hasn't been uh, great by any means. When he plays, he's been okay. But Jaleel McLaughlin is doing what P. Ryan should be doing. Yeah, P. Ryan's irrelevant. So Javante wins that. Yeah. And then we got Rams equal Super Bowl 58 <laughs> champs. Oh, man. What's their record? I know they've been playing all right, but. Two and three, three and two. It's a big difference. One's winning, one's three. losing. I'll find them. 
They lost to the Bengals. They lost to the Yeah, the two and three. Yeah. Dude, that game with the Eagles was close, though. And then, last but not least, we got Roshan equals gas. Guess we'll find out. Guess we're gonna this is his chance. We are going to find out. Well, if he's not concussed. Are you officially in your lineup, Mason? He is. And oh. then on the backside, we got number one, Sean Payton does not play football. And number two, not. I don't give a shit. Bill doesn't play football. Both of those are correct. Yeah. I saw yes. Stephen A. video saying if he was Kraft, he'd call him into his office. Have a heart to heart. Be like, listen, you can stay here and coach, but you're That's no longer a general manager. That's never gonna <laughs> happen. Bob oh, Kraft but that's get what on his do, fucking knees and give him the gok gok three thousand, and that is not gonna happen. Bill is, is, it has to be his way. He's not gonna be the coach without being able to pick the personnel, and the personnel he's picking right now is bad. People want yeah, to blame Mac Jones. Him out, then. People want to blame bad. Mac Jones. You know, say this and that, but I think if you put Mac Jones on a different team with better players, I think he'd be just fine. No, you can huh. acknowledge that Mac Jones is limited, like I talked about last week, but we can also acknowledge that he has definitely not been put in a position to succeed. I think no. both of both of those things are true. Bro, the writing on yeah. the wall was in 2019 where Tom Brady wanted more weapons, didn't get more weapons, and they had a first-round exit to the Tennessee Titans. That wasn't about weapons. That was about Bill Belichick not respecting him and not, not paying respecting him. him. Yeah, that's what that was about. That was all You think about- Tom wanted money? He wants to win. Yes. Glenn, he left because he didn't feel valued by the team. Because they weren't getting him weapons. No, it's because they didn't want to pay him. They didn't want to commit to him because he was so old, man. Right, but he he wanted an incentive contract to win. I'm saying it's not about the money for Tom Brady. Didn't need money. He wanted to win, and being on that team in New England with no weapons forced his hand and said, "Look, I'm out of here." You think if the Patriots win the Super Bowl in 2019 that uh, he leaves because they don't pay him? Do you him? think if he – or Mason, do you think if he got a larger pay that he would have stayed with the same shit weapons? you think he would have stayed for more money with the same team? Yeah, because no he just – No shot, yes, dude. Yes, dude. Yes, he would have. Hmm. Let's call him. Why, why would he do that? Him. Bro, I've listened to the fucking radio talk about this for months. People have said it from behind the scenes. It's like Brady didn't felt disrespected by Bill because Bill wouldn't commit to him for a long-term contract. That's why he left. It wasn't because the weapons were also a secondary thing. But the Oh, main- he's four he was 43. How much long-term can he be? He went to Tampa Bay and they gave him a three-year deal. Right. And he went I to trust Tampa Mason Bay because Tampa this. Bay actually had weapons. It's not like he signed the highest deal that anybody offered him. Dude, I'm not saying that wasn't a component, but the main reason was because Belichick wouldn't commit to him long-term. Brady was fucking pissed about that. That's why he left. I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm saying that's not all of it. I'm sure he was probably pissed because he didn't have the commitment, but I'm saying for him, 
It's more about winning. And losing in the first round to the Tennessee Titans with fucking, I don't even know who their receivers were. They had, they still had Edelman, right? Um, He might have been injured. I think, hold on. I think they had Muhammad Sanu, pretty sure. Yeah. He's like mean, their best guy. But, but the thing is, no. too, like, so after he leaves, you have the Cam Newton year. Whatever. You get your quarterback in the first round. The following year after Mac Jones. And then you don't give him the materials he needs to succeed. He's got three different offensive coordinators in three years. And people are saying Bill O'Brien is supposed to be the answer. You can only do much with dog. You can only do so much with dog shit. I don't care who your coordinator is. Putting lipstick on a pig. You get rid of Jacoby Myers, bring in Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, part of it's what do you expect? You want to know what Juju's line was on, on Sunday? Two for five? Three catches for six yards. His longest catch was three yards. I mean, that's crazy. It's like he's a bum. <laughs> and you know who's doing well? Jacoby Myers. Yeah. He's doing very Crazy, well. right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't like, I, I, the answer is for the Patriots. Uh, it, it just needs to be revamped. The cleanse. The roster has to be revamped. That's it. Bill's a good coach. I must say he is. Sure. He had Tom Brady. Most of his career without Tom Brady, he's a sub 500 coach. But I mean, I think his blunders are more on the roster building. He can build a defense, but the offense is shit on a shit sandwich. I don't even know if he can build a defense anymore, man. You just got blown out in back to back games by a score, by a combined score of like 72 to three. That's Cowboys, not just the right? offense. Included. That's not yes, the Cowboys included. That's not just the offense, that's the defense too. They don't have a safety. Devin McCourty retired and they don't have a free safety. They have strong safeties, they have no free safety. The, at uh, least it's been a disaster. At least 21 points were from pick sixes. I remember I was gonna, I was gonna two say, on the Cowboys, one on the Saints. On, on the Cowboys game, Mac Jones played the worst game of his career. So that game I'm putting on Mac. But like they're also dealing with injuries. Losing Christian Gonzalez doesn't help. But it's just like, um, I don't know. I don't know. They're what, fucked what... and they're fucked for a while. Yeah, until Bill breaks simple. the record. But I don't even know if he's going to break the record at this point because he's not winning games. I want him. Go- I, I said this last week and I remain con- with conviction in this statement. I want Bill Belichick fired. The organization needs a fresh start. I think that's completely evident. I think Max Jones has lost the locker room. Um, based on reporting that I've uh, stuff I've read from beat writers in camp, I think he's lost the ro- locker room. I think Bill has potentially lost the locker room. So you need to get rid of him. I'm sorry. Like he had a great run to, here. If you had to but, keep one, if you had to keep one or the other, who would you keep, Mac or Bill? I keep Mac, probably. You think if Bill has a different quarterback, there's a different. Uh... Outcome here. Um, like if you think if you think they just reset, 
draft a quarterback in the first round next year? No, because I think it's an institutional thing. Like, Bill doesn't know how to run a team anymore. Like, they're doing stupid shit. They're making dumb mistakes. Like, all all stuff that they've they've prided themselves in for years, their special teams play, is ass. It's terrible. It's like one of the calling cards of Bill Belichick, and it's been awful. Your defense has been okay against subpar teams, but against great teams, it crumbles every time. Yeah, I, I, and he just can't do it anymore, man. He's lost his fastball. I'm sorry, it happens. I think I think the thing is too is that the league is going away from being more defensive based. Like now, against good teams, no matter how good your defense is, um, you still need to put up points. I feel like to beat a Patrick Mahomes, to beat a Josh Allen. To beat a Joe Burrow, you got to be putting up at least twenty four points a game. You know, three three field goals ain't gonna do it. And I feel like the Patriots have lacked that since Tom Brady left. I would agree. I would um, definitely agree with that. And I don't know if you want to say it's a quarterback issue, if it's a coordinator issue, or if it's a personnel and offense issue. Personally, I think the personnel is just not good. It's all stinks. A little bit of everything. It's a little bit of everything. I don't think Mac Jones is good. And he's that, but he's definitely not being put in a position to succeed. The offensive line sucks. It's a sieve. Your best player is your running back, and you're not even utilizing him properly. You're not throwing him the ball. Like you're running him up the gut every time for negative yards. It's like, dude, what the fuck are we doing? You have no slot receiver. You have no outside receiver. You have a okay tight end. Like, the team is a disaster, and it's his fault. He built it. See ya. Yeah. Um, Yep. Real quick. The Dallas Cowboys got embarrassed on Sunday night. Oh, that was, oh, that was very bad. That was bad. 49ers are good. But, I mean, as a CeeDee Lamb owner who wanted him to, to put up some points. Dookie on. Holy shit. I mean, like, the Cowboys, I'm like, oh, finally. Cowboys are on offense. He's out there. Within three plays, the 49ers had the ball again. I'm like, what is happening? All these interceptions and, and Pollard fumbled once. And I, I it was a nightmare. And the defense couldn't do much either. And the thing is, I honestly think they can't they can't do it against the 49ers. Like I think the 49ers own them. Because we've seen the Cowboys play great football this year. And Aren't they missing some defensive guys though? They had like three injuries or something the last couple of weeks. I mean they don't have digs. Um thought like Michael limped off one game or something. Yeah, but he's out and, there and playing. But Vanderesh got hurt just now. Yeah, and and Dak's not playing well when it comes down to it. And I don't know what's what's probably going to happen is, as it happens every year, they'll continue to win more games. They'll probably be a wild card team if the Eagles keep going at this rate. And by far, the Eagles haven't impressed me like they did last year. 
but they're still winning games and finding ways to win games. They'll probably be a wild card team. And if they run into the 49ers again, they're going to lose. It's just like from top to bottom, they're getting outcoached and outplayed. Well, can Purdy handle the bright lights in the playoffs? Yeah. Honestly, you know what I heard this week? I heard Brock Purdy was essentially the equivalent to a young Tom Brady. Who said that? I don't want to uh, disclose any names, but. I mean, he's been unstoppable. I feel he like hasn't him lost as a in the regular season. Yeah, I feel like him as a quarterback is not getting enough praise for that. Everyone so was all over Lawrence for never losing a regular season game coming into the NFL. No one's right. talking about Purdy as much. This is all the right. NFL. Well, here's the thing. Here's my argument with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is doing everything right as a decision maker. I don't think there's any specific part of Brock Purdy's game that, you know, makes him an elite talent. I just think the best part of his game is the decisions he's been making, his reads, getting the ball to his playmaker's hands. He's got Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, a top five O-line in the game, and a top three defense. All he has to do is not fuck up. And you're you're saying he's no better than an Alex Smith game I, I, manager? Yeah. I, like, I don't think if, if it comes down to it, like say if the 49ers get down early and get down big, like down by like three scores. Like, do you believe in Brock Purdy to throw his way back into the game when they can't use that balance attack of handing it off to Christian McCaffrey for five yards of carry and setting up play action? I think the Niners can get it done, even if it's not, I don't know, end around. There's so many playmakers. You can throw to McCaffrey, end arounds with Debo and stuff. And That's what I'm saying. But, like, and, and I I, get, I like Brock Purdy. He's my quarterback in fantasy. But, like, the person that was comparing him to Tom Brady was saying he's, uh, like, a top three quarterback in the league. Like, he'd rather have him over, like, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, if you just, would you plug him into all these other offensives or all these other team no. situations, probably uh, is probably the best fit Absolutely. that anyone thing, could ask for. And the thing that's crazy though is that like I don't know if you're ever gonna be able to have an answer to that question because the 49ers are dominating everyone they play, so it's not even that's like anyone has been able to punch them in the mouth. You know, I don't Here's even know I'm if anyone say. can. Is what I'm Here's saying. What I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. If you put Mac Jones on the 49ers, you would get the same exact result. No, no way. I mean, no, I mean, no, with the personnel he has, the coaching that he has, dude, all he has Brock, to do is not fuck up. Brock Purdy has an infinitely stronger arm than Mac Jones does. Mac Jones st- can't throw the ball, dude. Infinitely stronger arm. Have you seen Mac Jones play? Are you Have crazy? You seen Brock Purdy play? All he does is throw screens. He can put more zip on the ball than Mac Jones. Mac Jones can't even throw a screen, Glenn. He throws the ball too slow. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? I, I'm uh, saying... I don't know. Like, like Purdy doesn't do anything special. The best part of his game is that he doesn't fuck up and he makes the right decisions. And I think if Mac Jones is on that team, coach to say, hey, go through your reads, don't make any dumb decisions and get the ball to your playmakers. I think he can do that. I think the problem with Mac Jones on the Patriots 
is that one, he doesn't have the time because his O-line stinks. Two, he doesn't trust his receivers because they stink. And three, he feels like he has to make a play because they're down by three scores every fucking game. Why are you carrying water so hard for Mac Jones, bro? Does he have pictures of you or something, man? <laughs> I'm saying oh, no. Purdy isn't that shit. special. I'm saying if you put Mac Jones on the 49ers, you get the same damn result. Craig said it best. Mac Jones throws balls like we playing lottery or recess. Come on, man. He stinks. Oh, like the, the jackpot game or whatever. He tossed the ball up to him. All I'm saying, people. all I'm saying is Purdy isn't a, isn't a elite talent. There's a reason he was the last pick in the fucking draft. He's hell of a lot better than Mac Jones. I mean, when, with the team that he has, I hope he would be. Right. We'll Enough never know. No, we will, because I think Mac Jones is probably going to be Gonzo after this year. So. And I guarantee whatever team Mac Jones goes to, he'll be better than he was on the Patriots. Fair enough. Okay. Let's get into these pickums. Pickskin pickums. Yeah, we're getting getting heated tonight, Glenn. What do you mean? Having some good banter. I'm in the middle. It's it's fucking Wednesday night. You made me wear a little bit of banter. I got COVID, so I'm already hot. <laughs> already bothered. And then I got this dude in my dynasty league telling me Brock Purdy's the fucking best quarterback in the league right now. Rather have Is he the players. guy? Compared to Tom Brady? Yes. Oh. Yeah, he better be nameless. Oh, shit. I picked the wrong thing. The Chiefs are winning Thursday. I agree. Big weekend. Move yeah, I don't think we that. need to dwell on we, that. One. We don't even need to announce the game. You sure? What if Kelsey doesn't play? Who cares? They haven't, they haven't won without him. <laughs> but the Lions are four and one. They're proved. They showed us that they got what it takes to beat a team without Kelsey. Kadarius Broncos can't Tony, beat shit. Kadarius Tony's shoulders that he had money on the Lions. <laughs> what are you giving that game away? Oh yeah, that's right. That was a big part of it. You can have it. Give me, uh, give me the Chiefs at home on Thursday night, and then Sunday morning we're going back to London Town as the Baltimore Ravens were three and two against the Tennessee Titans were two and three. Give me the Ravens. You see that Ravens Steelers game last week, dude? I did. It was horrendous. I I felt bad for Lamar because. I saw the, the drops, though. The drops were unreal. <laughs> Dude, the one that Nelson Aguilar dropped. So Dude, did you see the one Bateman dropped in the end zone? Yeah. Both of and those Andrews in the end zone. Dude, even, even Zay and Andrews had some bad drops, too. Yeah. They shouldn't have popcorn for the game. But unlike Mahomes, he got it done. I'm going to pick Actually, no, no, they one. lost. They, they lost that they game. They lost. They did. Yeah. Crazy. I take that. Steelers I take that always back, win games like that, man. Steelers always I win games them like win. that. Where they're like, it's a rock fight, and then they're down like they're the other team's up like 10 to 3 or 10 to 7. And then the Steelers are like, actually, let's steal this from the jaws of defeat right now. Pull nice, something out of their ass. He had a nice deep ball of Pickens. Pickens had a good game. That was good, bro. Which sucked because because of that, I actually won. 
in the Dynasty League that I'm trying to tank in. That sucked. Um, Sunday at 1 o'clock, the Commanders are going to Atlanta to face the Falcons. I'll tell you what. I think the Falcons are pretty good. I mean, uh, all right. who, who picked them to win the NFC South in the preseason? Yeah, but you didn't factor in that Baker Mayfield was him. You're right. I did forget about that. Hey, you want to talk? I did pick you the Falcons. Talk about, uh, you want to talk about regular season wins and shit and streaks that never lost or whatever? Desmond Ritter hasn't lost a home game in his career. And it just yeah, so happens. Apparently, he looked good. It just so happens that the Falcons are at home this week, so you know they're not losing. That's true. That's how it works. Yeah. Just watch out for John o. Smith this week. See what he does. Yeah. Okay. This is a good one. This next one. The Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears, both one and four. What makes this, this is good? like Panacho versus Craig right here. Yeah. Which one's Craig? He got to be the Vikings. He has Addison and Panacho's got Fields and more. I wish I was the Vikings, but I can't. Craig, but then again, Craig the Vikings Cousins vibes are more explosive. And I'd say Panacho's team has shown to be more explosive. So I don't know who's who. I'm going to pick the Vikings. Praying the Vikings win. Without JJ? Yeah. With I the heating up DJ more? I need them to keep winning. Don't you think the Bears, with their first win in like 14 months, are going to be uh, no? I don't know. No. Momentum? No. Mo? They no, because then you realize Mo. it's the Bears. But they're home. <laughs> that don't cares. Mean Fields ain't Ritter. I'm picking Ritter. the Bears just because of I all hardly this. know her. All right, the Seahawks are two and one, three and one, three and one. No, they had a bye. Didn't they? Three and one. Oh, three and one. They had a bye last week. Yeah, we're on week six. Um, Seahawks go to Cincinnati. This is a good game. Gino doing his thing. So you're picking the Seahawks? <sighs> no. I'm going to join the narrative that Joe Burrow and the Bengals are back on track. Me too. I think, uh, you know who's due? B-E-W? Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Big Joe oh, great. Mixon. Playing him this week. Thank you for that. Hey, yeah, I, I have him in Craig's League, so thank you for that. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, G. Big Joe Mixon game. Bengals win. I'm going the Bengals. 49ers are heading to Cleveland to face the Browns. Who might not have and, Watson. Yep. I think it's the leaning they're not going to have Watson. So either way, 49ers. Yeah, yeah either way. It doesn't even matter. If they don't have Watson, the 49ers are going to win big. Niners are going to lose to somebody, right? Who's it going to be? Could be the Eagles. Okay. Could be the Eagles. Panthers are 0 5. Maybe they'll get Caleb. And they're going to Miami, and it's hot down there. Give me the Dolphins. Oh, good grief. The starters are going to be sitting by like 130. Pins up, nah, baby. Hey, you know what's crazy, Susan? They can't even get Caleb because they traded their pick, and the Bears have it now. The Bears. Yeah, Bears. Well, I, I was kind of joking because they already drafted. They, they, well, then they just have the one-on-one, Bryce Young. Yeah, but Cardinals did that with Rosen and uh, Kyler <laughs> they Murray. Did. They did. 
So what the fuck? Um, the Colts. The Colts are three and two. They're hmm, going to Jacksonville. Crazy. Who's three and two? I don't Is Minshew the best backup to own in the NFL? Uh, him and Cooper Rush. I was going to say Cooper Rush. <laughs> Bailey Zappi. Yeah. Uh, like Bailey I said, Zappi Richardson smells. is out for uh, a while. Minshew is in. And when Minshew is in, he throws. And these, these pass catchers have been making some plays here. Josh Downs getting the start this week. This whole time I thought Zach Adams. And then I saw him in your lineup. It's like, whoa. Hey, that you, JV has my. Are you Pittman. Josh Downs with the sickness? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it to the Colts to win. Big Zach Moss game. <clears throat> I can't believe in the year of 2023 <laughs> of our Lord and Savior, we have to say Big Zach Moss game. I'm kidding because I, I do believe Taylor's going to get more work, but. Um, yeah, I'm no, taking I, the Jaguars. <clears throat> Okay, I'm picking the Colts. You're picking the I, have to, I need to catch up to, on these pickums. I need to catch up. You have to name the uh that this episode. Uh, uh. <clears throat> if you can, if you can, however you think it's spelled. <laughs> I, I wanted to say something, but I don't know if it's appropriate. Oh God! You could always try to do that with like, the talks talk to text feature and see how Siri spells it. That's true. You're worth a shot. How do I do that? Um, got to go in a text chat and into any messages group, and then there should be like a microphone option. Yeah. And then what? I text it. I think you press press the mic, and it'll listen to you, and you talk, and it'll it'll write what you say. That's okay. I already know it's it's not good, so I'm not going to say it. It was referring to Josh Downs. But um, oh my God! What? You don't know what I was gonna say. It's something to do with Down syndrome, I'm sure. Oh come on! Come on! I was even say that. What's wrong? You asked me. I was gonna say if he plays well, he's downs with the sickness. But if he doesn't play well, he's downs with the downs syndrome. with the syndrome. Dude, <laughs> come on, man. That's such bad taste. Come on. Oh, man. Wow. Craig says that's the title. Josh Thompson. Oh, Jesus. Come on. What's the next matchup? I'm not, I'm not on board with this. What's the next matchup? Oh, man. Saints and the Texans. I'm picking the Saints. Ah, oh, gross. Um, uh, Saints and Texans. I'll go with the Texans. I need to catch up, like I said. Oh, Saints and Texans. Give me the Texans. I like CJ Stroud. Hmm. I like him at home. Yet. Oh, we got a Jacoby. Texans are at home. I'm picking the Texans. No. Yeah. I'm not catching yeah. up anymore. We got a we got a Jacoby Myers revenge game. Because the New England Patriots traveled to Vegas to face the Raiders. Give me the fucking Raiders. Give me the... 
Can we get a Patriots? Boo. Nah. They gotta they gotta win, right? I don't think so. But they they know Jimmy G, so maybe. And they know Josh McDaniels. Right. And Jacoby Myers isn't on their team to throw a stupid lateral at the end of the game. Oh, shit. And Chandler Jones isn't on the field to catch that lateral. And Stephon Mac Jones and go into the end zone. By the way, you hear what's going on with Chandler Jones? Yeah, he's like off the deep end, isn't he, right now? He is. He is off the walls right now. They released him, and he was like... He said some crazy ass shit. Is he like going Antonio Brown? No, he's having like no, he's having like a legit psychotic episode. I actually feel really bad for him. Like he's like losing it on Twitter right now, Susa. Like he's like he like uh, who the fuck was it? He like doxed someone today, like uh, another player in the NFL. Like he posted a screenshot of his contact on his Instagram and said. I'm worried about my brother at whatever player it was. Please call him and ask him if he's okay. Like he just doxed his cell phone number on Instagram today. Oh my. He's wow. dude, he's like losing his mind. It's I don't know what's going on, but it's like really sad. Hmm. Um, um <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Not to get all heavy, but <laughs> was he the gay one? No, that's Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins. I always got those two names like with that story mixed up. All right, moving on. Anyway, Jamie Collins. I don't even think Jamie Collins was gay. Someone said I I blame Craig. Someone said it. Actually, it might have been you, Glenn. You started that rumor. I still blame Craig though. Um. Guys, is is Baker gonna be that dude again this week, Glenn? Against the Lions? No, I'm yeah. picking the Lions. Yeah, he is. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Lions too, but um, Baker's gonna yeah. do well. No, oh, man. Oh, but Tampa, Florida, it's hot, hot down there. Bye week, hot. fresh. Go Tampa. I need to catch up. All right. Every time you say you need to catch up, I'm just going to keep going down more. I just want you to know that. Got to take those risks. The Arizona Cardinals are going to L.A. to face the Rams. Give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. Yeah. Then we got the Philadelphia Eagles at 5-0 going in MetLife to face the New York Jets. Eagles. Eagles yeah. by, by a long shot. And on Sunday Night Football, it's the Battle of New York. We're going to see a massacre it's on live television. Well, you think the Giants are going to blow out the Bills? <laughs> no. no. I think the Bills are going to blow out the Giants. Yeah, me too. I'm picking up Bills. Yep. And then Monday night, we got the 3-2 and two Dallas Cowboys going to the 2-2 two and two L.A. Chargers. Hmm. Give I'll tell you what. What? I'm going to pick the Cowboys, but I don't like it. After what I saw last week. I'm picking the Cowboys, and I do like it. Because I think <laughs> they're going to be real mad this week. Can you picture that- McCarthy being mad for real, though? Yeah, I can. He's, He's the one playing, making shit. the calls. I know. I know. Um, I'm gonna go with the Chargers. 
home think, after a bye week. Cowboys all shook up. You think? 63. I hope so, man. I went 62. I have four guys Monday night. How about that? Four I guys. Got, I got Keenan Allen Monday night. Keenan, Herbert, CD, and Ferguson. Damn. Both sides of the ball. I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be an Eckler Pollard game. That's gross. Thank God I'm not playing you this week. I'd be so pissed. A little bit of, a little bit of Michael Gallup. No. Maybe you maybe, I, uh, you know, maybe you know Rico touchdown. These last few weeks, I've had to watch my opponent with a guy on Monday, so I, I bottled all that up, and I'm pushing it back in this Dude, week. Monday night is this me. Chris, the best team in the league right now. Oh, yeah, you're fucked. I know. Dude, Monday night for me this week was absolute f- fucking agony. He lost my camera, but uh, it was awful, bro. Jake had Jacobs, Christian Watson, and uh, Luke Musgraves on Monday night. I was up by like 45, I think. And I was like, this can easily go sideways pretty fast. Um, and I ended up winning by like 10, I think. But that's thankfully because Luke Musgrave didn't do a fucking thing. Yeah, Watson could have had, should have had a touchdown. He was horse collared. Yeah, I saw that. Um, which, hey, sometimes forcing a penalty is better. Because I don't think they scored a touchdown at that point. From the illegal tackle. Sizzling hot takes are brought to you by Der Burgers. Mason, I can't see you, but I know that you know. Are the burgers good? Der. Der. Susan, I'll let you go first because I bet you've been brewing up a hot take for the past three weeks. You want a hot take from me? Yeah, I do. My hot take is going to be a good tasty burger. Oh, shit. It's going to be on the grill. It's going to be on there for a while, but it's going to taste good, too, because the the time on there is all for the char. And then you're going to bite into it. It's actually be a little crispy, but it's going to juice in your mouth, give you all that flavor. (laughs) Okay. Weirdly descriptive. I didn't like that. It's gonna juice in your mouth. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Once you crack through that chart outside, my hot take is gonna be about Jordan Addison. Ooh, listen, he's good, and Jefferson's out. He should be the guy there. I don't Ooh. see why he can't fill right in. He's not Justin Jefferson, but like, he's way better than Osborne. And I think he's going to step in pretty nicely, like a, like a puka to Koopa Cup. I think that something like that can happen. And I think he's going to have a really good game. Uh, 120 yards That's and it. a touchdown. Okay. Nice. Maybe two. Maybe. Maybe two. Depends hey, how you Jordan, order your burger. Do you remember when we did uh, Gas or Cash when we talked about Jordan Addison? Yeah, there was a lot of names. He was one of them? He was. And I, and I had said he was Gas, but that his time would come. I didn't know if it would be this year. I said it was probably going to be next year. But now, he has a chance for his time to come early with no Justin Jefferson. Yeah, usually it's bad to come early, but not for Craig. He's got Addison. Mason? 
Um, yeah, man, my my sizzling hot take is that oh fuck, I don't want to be biased. Everyone's yeah, gonna accuse like me of bias. Well, now oh, we're definitely cool. gonna accuse you. Yeah, I know. Oh fuck it. Zay Flowers getting his first touchdown this week against the Titans, and the Ravens are gonna rout the Titans because the Titans yeah. can't stop uh a nosebleed in their secondary. So Mar Jackson hmm. is also gonna have 30 fantasy points, but not because of his legs, because of the amount of touchdowns he's gonna throw. Well, All right. So that's a dual. That's like a double burger. Your burger has two patties, Lamar right. and Zay. Two patties. So, Monday night, Austin Eckler himself said there's a 99% chance that he's playing. Right? Yeah, you take my 33rd, 33 and a third chance. It's going to spell disaster. <laughs> You're on to something. Nah. Because... There's a 99% chance that Austin Eckler on Monday night is going to be the reason that Craig wins this week. Oh. I think Craig's going to be down by at least 25 going into Monday night. And I think Eckler puts up a 30-burger against the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. That That's, that's a big one. And all this... Whining and crying, oh, the head us at Eckler week one. My team was great. Don't have Eckler because he sits out. Don't have Aaron Jones. Blah blah blah. It's yeah. gonna feel a little bit better after this week because Eckler's gonna be back. He's gonna be back with a vengeance. You heard it. Thirty fantasy points or better on Monday. That's Eckler. tough. Do they on have? Uh... Yeah, Broncos gonna have to sit there with his with his ass tight watching. <laughs> One of the best running backs play against him. There's nothing worse than a tight ass on Monday night. Yeah. Mine was oh, about yeah, to brother. be tight until Aaron Jones was announced inactive. So mine was, it ended up being pretty loose that night. Some people have all the luck. No, I hear that. I hear that. You definitely had your lucky shirt on when that was announced. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I um well you know sometimes you need that that eighty five point week win you know because I put up one fourteen and lost the week before that so it's time for it to flip around. That was me last week. I was with you. I have to score over a hundred to win my games. That's cool. And yeah, and he didn't even get the money. That's. Instead, it went to someone who didn't even pay yet. That's crazy. And Craig's onto something. He's saying everything should be null and void. No, see what I'm doing. What I normally would do is say, "All right, Panacho, instead of owing the hundred, you owe seventy-five now." But Craig would say, "No, that didn't even count. You still owe a hundred, and you're not getting your twenty-five bucks. You didn't pass go. Not collecting two hundred. I was gonna say, give him the loss. Yeah, Brennan (laughs) should be owing five. Yeah, owing five. Brennan paid this week, so. Oh, good. I remember that next year. Um, remember that when I'm kicking your butt. What was I, I going to say? I don't remember. What about Craig? Pernacho's no. matchup? No. Oh, Pernacho last week uh, literally should have played the lottery because his team, like, 
it's bad enough that Fields and DJ Moore went off. Kittle went off with three touchdowns. And then the icing on the cake Monday night, A.J. Dillon scoring a touchdown. That's how you know. <laughs> when A.J. Dillon scoring a touchdown, that's when you know you yeah. had a good fucking week. <laughs> and everything's going in your favor. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Massive week for him. Well, I missed you, Sousa. Yeah, it's good to be back. It was fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, it wasn't fun with the news segment. I was pretty uh, miserable, but it's good to be back. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap it up? No. Uh, Justin Jefferson, get well soon. I love you. Can't wait for you to gritty on these hoes again. Uh, Jamar was doing the gritty last week, and I was, that was fun. I was having a good time. Why didn't we gritty at Panato's wedding? Didn't have the, you can't you can't gritty the Portuguese music. <laughs> fair, so, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um regular Tuesday time next week. Hell yeah, brother. Tuesday time. Tuesday time. All right, gentlemen, good luck. Good luck to you who are listening in your fantasy leagues this week. And may the injury gods uh, spare you for another week. Because that shit is real. Sure is. And guys, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.